0: To Let's Think on It featuring Dr. Mark Westfall. Professor Eric Fournier is our guest tonight, and he's a professor of geography at Sanford University, which is a small private school here in uh ah, they're, they're top one, too. They three are in the top, state, yes, if I understand they are. It right. They're, they're a very wealthy. Well, for my
1: kid to go there and maybe play baseball. but
0: that'd be Sweet. Awesome. So, um, he's also, in addition to being professor of geography, he's director of the Center for Teaching, Learning, and Scholarship what at Sanford University. What is that? I don't know.
1: Okay, maybe we'll find I out. I hope
0: so. But the thing that um, really got him uh, notoriety in my book for being a first guest is he is the Alabama Professor of the Year.
1: Professor of the Year. Professor
0: of the Year by the Carnegie Foundation for the Advancement of Teaching. Now, this That is, sounds pretty big. That sounds pretty big. From what I understand, all colleges, all professors in the state of Alabama were up for this. He won it. Wow. I think we need to know something a little more about his teaching the style. I'm thinking so. So We are <laughs> really glad you're here. I know you won this award. I really don't know much about the award, even though I know you personally. Mm-hmm. I truly don't know the details of, of this award and uh, can you just start with telling us what is this? What is this award you got for the Professor of the Year?
2: Yeah. Um, well, it's sponsored by the Carnegie Foundation for the Advancement of Teaching, and it focuses on undergraduate teaching. And uh, every school is eligible to nominate uh, somebody to be a candidate for this award. So I was Sanford's nominee, and even being nominated, I thought was pretty cool. You know, there's 300 faculty so. at my university, and I was singled out for that. So I was really glad, uh, just for that, and then. Well, so uh, hold
1: on, I, is politics involved in that, Eric, or is this was this legit?
2: I think it was legit. I've been okay. there. I've been there a long time. I paid my dues. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, and yeah, and so so I did the nomination thing probably in the spring and kind of forgot about it. And then it was maybe uh, October uh, that I got um, a letter that said I'd won the award. Really, Alabama's winner. Yeah. And so I went up to uh, Washington. There was a a big award ceremony where all the other state winners were there uh, up in Washington, D.C., the National Press Club, and I made a big deal about that.
1: I'm just curious, what what were like the top three things that qualified you to be Teacher of
2: the Year. Yeah, you know, it's, it's more than just being a, a, a decent teacher, because there's lots of good teachers at, at, uh, at my school and lots of others. They look for things like what else have you done to, to promote quality teaching and other people, uh, you know, so things that you've written related to teaching, uh, some activities like I've done a lot of work with faculty development, helping young faculty become better teachers, things like that, uh, that that was a big part of it. So it's, not, it's more than just being... Uh, a good teacher, but you have to do these other things, too, kind of on top More of that. More than the
0: student side. Then. Yeah,
2: exactly. Oh, gotcha. More than just student evaluations.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Although I suspect you're pretty high on those as well.
2: I do pretty well I for those, so. yeah.
0: Um, well, tell us I, what I'd like to know, uh, for starters. I want to go mm. back in time a little bit. Okay. And when did you know that you wanted to be a teacher?
2: Okay. Probably wasn't until... Um, I graduated college I was a uh, major in journalism and knew that I did not want to be a journalist. Uh, at the time, I was a geography minor in college. And I decided to go to uh, a graduate school for geography without a real plan, mostly knowing that I didn't want to be a journalist. So I went to the uh, University of Georgia uh, for a master's degree in geography. And one of the nice things about that department is they um, – have a lot of opportunities for students to teach lab sections of big classes. So, like an intro physical geography class with 200 people, there would be you know all these small sections, like uh, breakout sections.
0: So, so, you didn't start college thinking I want to be a college professor.
2: No. Okay. No. So I gradually, so I, I did that and um, started teaching one of those lab sections and kind of liked it and thought, you know, this a, I kind of like this. And then gradually learned from other uh, people there, thought about the. You know, what they were doing as, as faculty and thinking maybe that was something that was, uh, that was possible for me.
1: Okay. Well, So what is it you liked about it?
2: The, just the, the, um, the idea of being in front of a class, of working with students, of, um, that I really didn't know I had any kind of aptitude for that until I started doing it and thought, oh, I kind of like this. And I could sort of see myself doing this uh, going forward.
1: So it pumped you up then when you walked out of a class after yeah. giving a lecture. You were you, you felt like you're on stage.
2: Yeah, it felt it felt good. You know, yeah. working with twenty some students at the time. It was just a simple little lab exercise and things like that. But helping them through the tricky parts in the lab exercise and that kind of stuff that I really enjoyed doing. That mm-hmm. and so that's really when I first started thinking about it uh, seriously.
0: So I had a, um, one of the questions from um, some of the listeners. I kind of polled before we sat down uh, was when I told them who we were interviewing, not who, but what yeah. your um, award was, they said, well, and I told them you were a professor of geography. They, the question was, I would like to know how the professor of geography becomes the uh, teacher professor of the year because mm-hmm. they, they felt like you must have some, some serious teaching skills to make geography an ongoing, relevant,
2: mm-hmm.
0: engaging um, uh, class. So, yeah. what's your? They said, "What's his secret? How, how, how do you keep students engaged?"
2: Yeah. See, that's what's one of the frustrating things about geography is people. A lot of them had bad experiences with it in the past, and you know the subject in geography is the world. You see him
0: getting heated up a little bit, JK? You know? So, so you seem getting a little... He, so what is geography, Mark?
1: It, <laughs> <it>? <laughs> which well, which can, side of the Mississippi River is <laughs> Arkansas
0: on? I, I can see he, he got that defensive by God geography is yeah, an interesting know, subject see, posture. Yeah. Well, I've been defending so, it
2: for 20-some years, you know? So uh, tell then us the, your passion. The, I can the, see the passion. A lot of people don't even realize it's a college subject, right? Then they figure, well, I learned my capitals back in fourth grade, so yeah, I'm good. I got that covered. And I a when you learn the alphabet, right? So you just quit.
0: Yeah. yeah. You're good, right? Right. Once you well, know no. it, you know it. Right. Yeah. Right.
2: And so, no, learning where stuff is, that's just the beginning. Yeah. It's understanding why stuff is where it is. It's about relationships. It's about understanding. So I'm making sense of the world. And so that's why I try to, to share some of that with students. You know, it's the sense that it's an amazing world, and geography is kind of a lens to help you make sense of it.
0: So t- take us down that path a little bit. What, okay. I mean, you, you clearly got passionate when I asked that question. Yeah. So... Tell us more, because well, okay. I, mean, I think most people, like you say, do not really understand mm-hmm. what a college yeah. geography professor is really mm-hmm. teaching.
2: Yeah, and so you, know, you try to explain the world in terms, like I say, in geographic terms of where things are in relation to others, but things are there for a reason. Like if you think about um, current events like what's going on in the Ukraine, you know, there's conflict in the Ukraine with the Russians in Europe and all that, and it's like a tug-of-war within that country. It's split into two, two halves, Ukrainian side, a Russian side, and they're torn between two different... Um, different languages, different ethnicities in the same country, uh, pulled in two different directions: one towards Europe, one towards one towards Russia. And you know they're trying to sort out the balance between the political and the cultural in that part of the world. And it's a very geographic kind of problem. You can't understand what's going on there unless you see it in that kind of broader geographic context.
1: I think of that as political. How, yeah. how, how do you take it down? Right, because it, it's, it's not so much about the
2: political, but it's about the the borders that are political. But those are real things on the surface of the earth, right? That those are very tangible things of where lines are drawn, of where you know one country goes into another, and how those borders are drawn and redrawn over time. I and mean, that's 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 it's political, yeah, but it's more political geography.
0: Wow. So you take your students. I mean, your students are getting politics um, and. Uh, religions and cultures, culture, and history,
2: uh, environmental stuff, physical geography—it's all part of it's all part of geography. You know, so it's really just a perspective, a way of thinking about the world, thinking about the world in spatial terms—the way things connect from one place to another.
0: Now, you know, I'm a big relationship guy. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. a psychiatrist in my in my yeah. world of, of what I do, and you know, we forgot to introduce ourselves at the beginning of our podcast, JT, of what we do. But um, so I'm I'm big on relationship dynamics, and and you know. When you describe relationships uh, being part of geography, Mm -hmm. it kind of starts making more sense now why you got so passionate about it.
2: And especially in an intro level geography class, the whole class in some ways is kind of an extended sales pitch for the discipline. You know, that that you're talking about geography selling the value of that perspective to students who probably don't have very much background in it.
1: Is there a little bit of an inferiority complex in the geography world? Yeah, I, th- I think
2: so. <laughs> yeah, and, and, yeah. It, and it, it depends, you know. In the like in the UK, kids have geography every year through school. Every year there's a geography class. Here in Alabama, kids get nine weeks in seventh grade, and that's their geography background, and that's all they get. And so. Um, you know, over the years, it's been squeezed out of the U.S. curriculum. And so most of the kids I get have very poor backgrounds in it. But I think they want to learn more. You know, they feel almost embarrassed. They don't know more about the world. And so they see this as kind of a way to catch up.
0: To listen to Dr. Mark Westfall live, check out O Brother Radio on Birmingham Mountain Radio, 107.3 FM in Birmingham, 97.5 in Tuscaloosa, at bhammountainradio.com or on the free BMR app. Join in with your questions and comments on Twitter at Lockamy Brothers.